The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today, I have got a pretty extraordinary guest who's uh, done a lot with what she's had thrown at her, which is pretty optimal timing, really, with what the markets are doing at the moment. We've got Anne Nelson, who's the CEO of Retire Well, Retire Happy with us today. So thank you so much for your time today, Anne. Pleased to be with you today, Craig. Excellent. Hey, look, first question really is, um, I mean, Retire Well, Retire Happy. So this is basically, I guess, what your objective is, and it's on annnelson.com.au. When did you start this whole process? After my husband passed away in 2009, I had a steep learning curve after some time of reflection, and I realised I didn't know much about investing and I had to get myself some education. Okay. And, and so from there, I mean, where did you find the education? I mean, we always talk about education being, you know, so important and it definitely is. Was the website that you've created sort of based off of there not being very much there for somebody in your position or was it just that you thought that you could give a, a good perspective? Initially, I didn't have any idea of creating this show, but it was all about I just went to anything that was going. I went to free webinars put on by the tax office to accountants that were offering um, seminars to paid ones and I then I started joining organisations like the Australian Investors Association and then Australians in Retirement looking for education on all things finances because I – had had some dealings in real estate, so I was looking for other forms of investing education because I think I thought that was my way forward. How did you find the experience? Was it? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a baptism of fire. There's, you know, coming through an, a, an incredibly emotional period. I'm sure a really hard period in your life. You dusted yourself off. You got up and you got going. Was it something that you were able to pick up quickly with those resources, or did it take a long time? Was it fairly bewildering? No, it was fairly bewildering. <laughs> mm, I yeah, bet. Yes, and I'm still learning, and that's the thing. You never know everything. Well, that's the idea is to keep on learning because when you stop learning, you basically don't live any longer. So that's really important. So you've put together the website. Is it, I mean, primarily, is it more to do with self-managed super, property, retirement, or is it a you know one-stop shop? Well, what's the purpose of the website and nelson.com.au? We're actually transitioning over to, to retirewellretirehappy.com at the moment. Yep. And it was based on the book, as I delved into retirement and being retired on my own and looking into finances, in the end, it was the discovery that it's not all about the money. <laughs> so you can have all the money in the world, but it doesn't necessarily make you guarantee happiness. So there's other aspects of life that we look at as well. 
I think that's really important to cover. I mean, look, right now, um, you know, obviously I'm in the crypto space heavily uh, and many of the listeners are as well. Now, I love having different guests on with different views and perspectives because we can take lessons learnt from other areas and apply them to this space right now. Now, just so you're aware, and the markets have taken a bit of a tumble recently and I know a lot of people are hurting out there. So when you say money doesn't, you know, it's not all about money, I, I agree with you completely. What are some of the other areas that you sort of focus on to, to bring that happiness because it's just a product of of your own thought process right yes well it's it's about having a purposeful life and having moved a few times and you get to a place where you don't have a lot of contacts it's about joining in and creating those contacts as well so whether it's through volunteering I've with Lions International, I joined Toastmasters so I could learn how to speak better and to put to structure a speech together. And I also am, am a member of some retiree groups, so we put on forums for other retirees. And it's about keeping busy, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. So it's about. Making sure that you're not by yourself as well, I, I think. And I think for, for us traders that are out there, I mean, we spend a lot of time behind our screen staring at charts, basically, mm. uh, for, for a, lo- a large period of time. And sometimes, you know, it can be, you know, the, the idea of the glamour of sitting on a beach in Thailand with a laptop, look, you can have that too. But the reality is, is that most traders are, you know, they're hard at work behind the screens and I know there's certainly a disconnect in my life sometimes where you go, geez, you know, like I went, you go into the city and you go, oh, people, things are happening. You know, <laughs> the, the world, the world is more than just a bunch of charts and screens in front of me. So having that balanced life is really important towards that happiness. And I suppose that's sort of part of uh, part of your. I mean, I see you've got on your website the wheel of life, and on that wheel of life, we've got fun and recreation, personal growth, spirituality, career health and well-being, relationship and romance, friends and family, money and living space. What do you mean by living space in that circle? Oh, where you're going to end up, I suppose. So like a long-term goal or? Well, I've just recently interviewed some people that lived in a very cold place and they decided they wanted to live somewhere completely different and they had to it's not until you decide where you want to end up that you can work towards where you want to go and a lot of people are just muddling around doing what they always did without thinking about where you're going to end up take my parents for example they lived on a acreage block on the outside of town and we encourage them to look at something closer into town and then they they did but they didn't do anything about it and then when dad passed away it was very stressful on mum to move in her 80s to a new location to to where she didn't know anyone. So it's about sort of setting up uh, and thinking about where you want to be because I, I, I get you completely. Like, you know, we, we we often find ourselves in life, you know, spinning around and around and around and, you know, we see people and that, what's the saying? If you, if you do the same thing again and again and expect a different result, that's the definition of insanity or something along those lines. And <laughs> what a lot of, what happens a lot is, you know, I, I speak to a lot of people at events and whatnot and they're like, oh, look, I'd really like to trade. I'd really like to do this. I'd, and they, they paint the picture of what they want. And then I see them at the next event and I'm like, like where'd you get to? Like where are you up to? How's it going? Oh, I still haven't. I still haven't done anything yet. 
And it's just that accountability of, you know, do you really want that? Because if you do, you, you need to be accountable for that. So I suppose that whole living space in your wheel of life is about knowing where you're going and, and the rest of that wheel is really about applying yourself to be happy to get there. Because if we are not aligned with our goals, with ourselves and with what we're trying to achieve, it's pretty bloody hard to get there, right? <laughs> well, what do they say? If you don't know where you're going, you'll never get there. That's a very, very good point. So let's talk a little, little bit about you know what you've been through and where you're up to. Of course, you know you've got uh, I think you've got your own self managed super fund which you um, you know manage and invest in and out. You've you've done quite well with properties, is that right? Yes, I bought my very first block of land when I was in my twenties. Before I was married, I bor- I worked at a bank. I borrowed some money from the bank and bought a block of land and back in those days they thought it was unusual for a single female to buy land (laughs) but anyway I sat on that for a few years and I did sell it at a profit. In later times my late husband and I bought some land on the outskirts of Townsville where we set up a business, an animal produce store because he came from a farming background and we subdivided that land a couple of times. Yeah, okay. And um, in the end, we ended up selling what we had left back to the government because the property aligned a main road. And it was that that made us a substantial profit on what we originally had invested. But it's to do with making more of what you've got. So the process of subdividing and then subdividing again, that's where we made our money. Is actually the land where we made the money, not any refurbishment of a house or anything like that. Just in the land itself and doing the subdivision, nice. So it's basically about, again, you, you had a plan, you executed that plan and uh, it sounds like a little bit of fortune came your way with regards to the government and the road. But, you know, if you don't have a go, you find that luck doesn't find you, you got to find luck. <laughs> Um, that's that's really the end result is that the, 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 the harder I work or the smarter I work, whichever way you want to look at it, the more I get lucky. Uh, it's a pretty true statement, no doubt. I mean, you've got this podcast that's doing phenomenally well. Uh, obviously, you know, helping people to to navigate through retirement, their investments. Is that more or less what the message is? That's part of it, but I'm also appealing to some younger people to think about how to get ahead and how they may support themselves in retirement. Because let's face it, we can't live a comfortable life on any government pension or social security. No. So where's the money going to Absolutely. where's the money going to come from to create that income for you because we're all living a lot longer into our 90s. One of the investments that I have come across that I have inside my retirement savings fund is a a solicitor private lending company based in Brisbane GPS and they were around before crowdfunding started and uh, they give a very nice return as well. It's like a fixed income paid monthly and they lend out to property developers. So it's a way to be involved in property without actually physically owning direct ownership of property and uh, they're based in Brisbane. They're called GPS uh, Investment Fund but I still own a couple of houses myself and does take a bit to look after them and to manage them and to keep them up to date, wear and tear, so to speak. So whether I'll keep them long term, I have yet to decide, but the chances are I probably won't. 
the older I get, the less the less likely I want to be doing is um, maintaining properties. Yeah, and that that comes back into the wheel of life thing. I mean, you, you've got to you know as as your lifestyle shifts, as your priorities shift, so too should your you know how you manage your assets that's what i was trying to say yeah. <laughs> because you know like you say i mean if, if, if as you get older you, you don't want to be the one having to take care of all these things you want to make your life easier and easier and easier and i think a lot of young people these days i mean we can do the we can do the grunt work but a lot of people especially the younger generation have you know i certainly don't put too much thought into my self-managed super or my super or anything in that regards because right now it's all about what's in front of me and i think it's something that i've missed and i should really definitely get more involved in for the time being though i need to just keep my nose to the ground and continue to do what I'm doing. But I think the space continues to shift and change, especially here in Australia, right? I mean, there's a little bit of uncertainty around the regulation uh, and the rules of self-managed super, isn't there? That's right. Uh, As each change of government comes along, Mm. the rules are changing and the the Labor Party that's currently in opposition are, are threatening to change the rules again if they get back in power. So people are starting to get a bit suspicious about putting all their eggs into the retirement funds that we call in Australia self-managed superannuation funds and they're starting to look outside that space because one thing that could be on the cards is that they will increase, as they're increasing the age of the pension eligibility age, they may also increase the access age to your retirement savings. So that will hit hard if that comes in. Well, that certainly will. I mean, if you're in the position where you can retire, you know, 60, let's say, a, a lot younger than the pension age because you've, you know, I don't know, let's say you've built a business or whatever's happened, right? And you, you've got the assets. If you put all of that into your superannuation fund and you can't access that for another 10 or 15 years, then that's a really bad thing for you because it's like, well, I, I don't need to work anymore. I've got the asset base. I've got the capital base, but I'm not allowed to access my own money because I'm not old enough. I'm ready now. I've worked now. So it is important to manage your risk. It's not just in you – know, it, it, we've got to manage our risk in everything. And I think that's also a space that, that everybody should be considering managing it because if it's all inside – and that could carry a really big risk as well. It's smart to have it split inside and outside. Are your, are your current properties, are they inside your super or outside of it for this reason? It wasn't for that reason, but it's the reason I'm not changing it over. I owned the properties before my husband passed away and before the fund was created. But it's in Australia, we have very high stamp duty charges and to sell a property just to change the name of ownership to save some tax later on, it still doesn't add up. The numbers still don't add up for me at the moment and that's a deterrent for property investing in Australia for for a lot of people. Flipping properties, you need to be looking at a very substantial profit. Yeah, to make it worthwhile, otherwise you get chewed up with all the fees and costs and all that sort of stuff that goes with it. And I think a lot of people, you know, when they're looking at, a, at flipping a place, I think that they need to look at how big the margin needs to be of profit because whatever the margin is, you can probably decrease that by at least 5 or 5% because something will go wrong, something does happen, and you can't be working to such tight margins because, as you quite rightly say, the costs of doing that sort of deal is quite astronomical once you take out the stamp duty, once you take out the, the, the fees to the estate agents that are selling it. 
uh, and all the other plethora of things that come on top. It's definitely a good asset class for Australians. Uh, historically, property has been something that we love and uh, especially, you know, my parents' generation, your generation have done phenomenally well from it, putting it outside of the reach of many Australians, especially in the capital cities. But there's still opportunities out there if you know where to look and how to look for sure, as with everything. All right. And well, look, what I'd like to do is I'd love to uh, allow you to tell people where they can find out more information about what you're doing, your podcast. So if you just want to tell people where they can find you, that'd be great. Yes. The new website is retirewellretirehappy.com and we're always interested in finding out, finding people that are what they're up to, where they've chosen to retire, how they're supporting themselves in retirement and send me um, an email if you would like to be on my show to info.annelson at gmail.com. Okay, excellent. And look, I'm sure that there's a, there'll be a contact page on the website as well should anybody not be able to work out what that email address is. So thank you so much for your time today, Anne Nelson. I wish you all the best going forward. And long may your assets continue to grow. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Bye for now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All Trader Cobb courses, products, and tools can be found at tradercobb.com because experience matters. Mm-hmm.